Welcome to the Go Luxury Cruiser podcast, a show curated for seasoned travelers, explorers, and those seeking inspiration for the affluent travel lifestyle. Join your host, Tamoy Thawell, CEO and co-founder of Go Luxury Cruiser, as she invites some of the brightest minds in the industry to discuss the latest in cruise news and travel trends. Let's set sail on this exciting journey together. Explore, discover, go. Welcome back to the Go Luxury Cruiser podcast. My name is Tamoy, and I am with my favorite person, Mark Armbruster. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Tamoy. How are you? I'm well. I am well. I'm excited about today's topic. We've been getting a lot of questions about this cruise line, and I thought, why don't we have a conversation? Introduce our listeners, our cruisers to Atlas Ocean Voyages. It's a brand new cruise line, a luxury expedition yachting experience. And I'm looking at their website. I'm looking at their itineraries. They're doing some interesting things. This is this is a fun space. This is, there's um, anyone who's fo- who follows the the cruising industry knows about the evolutions uh, that that's going on right now. And one of the things that you see a lot of growth in and that I'm seeing and that I think others are as well is in twofold, the luxury side and also on the expedition side. On the luxury side, you've got massive growth in the carriers we're already we're already familiar with, your Region 7 Seas, your Silver Sea, your Seaborn, and the things like that. But also on the expedition side, we're seeing new entrants into the industry. And the, a nice thing about an expedition vessel, this is for the folks that, for whom even 400 or 500 people on a vessel is just too many. Uh, you the, Now we're talking about luxury yachting. And this is the place and the space that Atlas Ocean Voyages plays in. Uh, they got, they, it looks like they cre- were created and start, when, when the plans were to start, I'm some, sorry for stumbling over my words, but it appears they were going to start right when the pandemic took the industry and the entire world by surprise. Nonetheless, they they powered through, and now they have, I believe it's three vessels out there today with three more to come. Uh, these are very beautiful ships, and these ships are designed to bring uh, about 200 or so passengers deeper and closer into some of the most amazing places that the even a 500 or 600 person vessel simply cannot do. That means not only will these folks be able to take people deep into someplace like the Mediterranean or the Caribbean, but could go ashore in Antarctica, uh, could go into the Great Lakes, could go in, in deep into the Norwegian fjords, could circumnavigate Iceland, could go into little ports that the big ships simply just cannot do and yet have the uh, ability to do something incredible, like navigate the, the um, what is it called, the Drake Passage, and go into, say, the uh, Faroe Islands or down into the Antarctic Peninsula. It's, it's quite a story. It really is. I met with the executive team in 2020 when they were just launching. I was a little worried about whether or not they would see success, but I'm happy to see that they currently have three yachts. Their right. vessels are yachts on the waters. What I like the most about Atlas is they created their own lane. They're not really competing with a Regent, with Silver Sea. They're doing really exotic things, literally expedition yachts. You know, we have yeah. Silver Sea that has expedition ships, even, even celebrity. Um, celebrity, but 
expedition yachts and literally their itineraries are they created their own lane and that's what i really appreciate about this this cruise line right right and to build on that uh, the cruise line is headquartered in fort lauderdale but the parent yes. company the investment holdings which is portuguese one of the things that i discovered as i did some due diligence on the cruise line i've been studying these folks um for the last several months so so it's not entirely new to me but there is a distinct portuguese bent I don't know any other cruise line that has a Portuguese bent to it. But here's where the fun part comes in. Anyone who has been a student of world history knows that much of the world exploration that happened during the Middle Ages and the Renaissance involved um, uh, explorers that came out of Portugal, like Vasco da Gama. And at least I think he's, I believe he's Portuguese. Uh, my apologies if my, if my, my history is off. The, that nod of being a part of the sea and wanting to go seek one's fortunes and go explore and journey and venture further and further and further in are is a, is a Portuguese heritage. And the great thing is, is that seems to have translated itself into what Atlas Ocean Voyages does. So it's a very interesting story to tell. Uh, yeah. These ships, I mean, I, I don't know how else to describe it, but beautiful. They're very contemporary in their look and their feel. They're they're checking off all the boxes that I see that today's contemporary affluent explorer wants to have. Yeah. They want to see what the others simply cannot show. They mm -hmm. want to they want to know that they're getting value for their dollars spent, which is understandable because these are, after all, uh, close to a thousand a night or give or take, depending on the itinerary, depending on where you're going. Uh, so for that price point, you're going to want and expect, and rightly so, uh, a very bespoke experience, so different than really anything else that's out there. Uh, and it's it's really quite nice. You made mention of the experience, and with that, I think about the, the user, the client that would book Atlas, and it's definitely different than the one that would book a Silver Sea Expedition, uh, where, yes, they're both pretty inclusive, and we'll talk about what's included shortly, but I would say this is definitely for a young-at-heart adventure seeker, so someone who really wants to get immersive in the destination, who, who, you know, I think of, like, National Geographic's kind of level experience, the Lindblad experience, but on a yep. luxury ship, a luxury yep. ship. I agree, and some of the podcasters that I personally have listened to uh, over the years, a couple of them have made mentions of Atlas uh, in passing. They had been on cruises and they mentioned the name Atlas Ocean Voyages. So the word is out Yes, uh, yeah. in the right circles. And those who are highly connected, highly networked are looking at Atlas more so than some of the other players that have been existing in this space all this time. So I'm do I, the first thing I like to do when I, I judge a cruise line is, you know, uh, true to my stomach, I look sometimes at the dining, and um, and 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 this is where uh, you really get to shine. And what is so interesting is for this little vessel, you've got one, two, three, four, five, five areas on each one of their ships, not including the room service, where you can go to eat. They have something here called uh, Alma which is Portuguese dining. It's something they do on, well, they do this here on the on the expeditions in Europe. But what you do is they take one of the rooms and they turn it into a, a Portuguese dining experience. 
I personally think this is fantastic. I was in Portugal last year, as you know, and yeah. one of the things that struck me, uh, even at the airport, were the the, the the attention to detail in the way they construct stuff, even the humble sandwich. This is no mere sandwich. Uh, and the same thing with the humble the humble um, tart or eclair. No, these are these are very very elevated. Uh, one of the things that Portugal does so well is the custard egg tart. They also do a lot with fish and seafood. Uh, and because Portugal was so active in the spice route trade and exploring different parts of the world, many of those those very flavorful seasonings found their way over the through the centuries into Portuguese cooking. So now you've got a flavor profile that I think is distinct from the Italian flavor profile, the Greek flavor profile, or the Spanish flavor profile. It, it, and you get to experience all of this on an Atlas Ocean voyage. Yeah, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm really impressed by this cruise line because I like that they just came in and created, I was saying, created a lane for themselves. And to touch on your instinct to look at their culinary menu, they literally have Epicurean expeditions. So smart because luxury travelers, the meals, the menus, the food is important. It is part of the experience. And I think about cruise lines like Oceania, who prides itself on being a foodie cruise. So to see a cruise line that come in and literally dedicate its itineraries and experience and label them as Epicurean expedition that's very telling they're in tune with the trends they're ahead of the trend i think and two that's going to give me an indication of the type of food experience i could expect and and that's where and 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 you made an excellent point here they didn't try to recreate what all the others are doing and the others do very well oceania does food extremely well yes. but what these folks are doing is they're taking it under stink bend the portuguese bend uh, where while they also have the other things that people have come to expect on cruise ships, they have a buffet, uh, breakfast and lunch only. Uh, but then they also do uh, they also have a Portuguese twist in their in the the main dining, and of course you can also have the other things that come with it, your seafood and your steaks and 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 what have you, uh, even down to the Nespresso machines in the in the cabins. Uh, I love Nespresso. It's a delicious it's a delicious coffee. It's delicious like the Illy coffees that you get on. Uh, I believe it's Oceania. Uh, so this is this is a very, very nice attention to detail where they're setting themselves just a little bit apart. But that's just a culinary side. On the health and wellness side, this is huge. Uh, anyone who anyone who's really paying attention knows that the serious players in this industry are taking health and wellness just as as, as uh, seriously as they are the the, the culinary experiences on board. So you do have your fitness studios and you do have your sea spas and a running track. And of course the pool, the hot tub and the sun deck, those are all there. But if you look at the pictures, you see these are very beautifully, these are beautifully designed. And the the, the nice thing about it is they partnered here with L'Occitain. L'Occitain is a luxury player in the, uh, what the, the the soaps uh, the soaps industry and the and the moisturizers and I, I was I want to say even cosmetics too uh, it's a French luxury brand so what's nice is that that's who they've partnered with in the spa but it wasn't just in the spa if you go into their cabins it's La Citan products that are there in the bathroom I I'm so pleased with this because it's a name I recognize anyone who goes into one of the upper 
um, department stores, let's say you're at Nordstrom or your uh, Bergdorf Goodman or your Neiman Marcos, would see La Citan products there. So the, so the name recognition is there, and it has a, it's a nice draw. And it's so distinct from the other major cruise lines that partner with Karastas. Everybody partners with Karastas, but not these folks. They're partnering with La Citan. That's a great strategy. A great strategy. And I just want to review what's included. By definition, Atlas would be considered a luxury cruise because of the inclusions. It has the immersions, a.k.a. shore excursions, unlimited beverages, bars, in-room, mini bar, specialty coffees. Because it is expedition-driven, you're going to get walking sticks and binoculars. You're going to get appropriate clothing for depending on the region in which you're you're visiting. This cruise, uh, prepaid gratuities, which is big. This cruise line is, is I think, one to, to pay attention to. The Polar Expeditions has private jet, private charter jet service, which is included, which I think is very unique. I uh, you know I remember, and you should know this, at one point, Crystal had a jet for very briefly that didn't work out. But this is interesting that that they have jet service for their polar expedition itineraries. Definitely positioning themselves as a luxury cruise line for sure. Right. It's it, funny you should mention that. So um, what, what, you're, what you're typically seeing for something like that would be uh, your, your round trip sailings down to Antarctica. And I'm pulling yeah. one up here which is a 14-night Ushuaia round trip that starts on the 6th of November this year. It's round trip out of uh, Buenos, out of Ushuaia, and with it comes the round trip private charter jet service from Buenos Aires down to Ushuaia. Uh, this yeah. is nice because, um, unfortunately, we no one can really count on the domestic carrier down in Argentina, which is Aerolíneas yeah. Argentinas. Yeah. So folks like Atlas and other carriers have decided to take things a little bit more into their own hands, charter a plane to fly folks right down to Ushuaia. So what you do on a voyage like this is instead of booking a ticket straight into Ushuaia, you fly, say, Delta or United or American or if, or Air Canada or wherever else in the world you might be coming from, down to Buenos Aires. Stay a night at the hotel there uh, and that or two nights. Uh, I mean, my goodness, Buenos Aires is a destination in and of itself. Uh, and the, the culinary and street scene and art scene and the, the, the dance scene in uh, Argentina is something to behold. That's the, it's the land of the Argentine tango. So you go into Buenos Aires and then the cruise, the, the adventure starts in Buenos Aires itself, uh, both with a pre-cruise package. And then you board the private chartered vessel flight from Buenos Aires, 700 miles down to Ushuaia. And from there you board the vessel. And uh, in this this particular sailing uh, goes over to the South Georgia and the South Sandwich Islands, then over to the Antarctic Peninsula, and then through the fabled Drake Passage. And these these vessels have the what are they the class six polar uh, uh, class six all strengthened that mm -hmm. uh, will allow for uh, penetration of the ice that's down there. Uh, and then the ships, as I recall, are designed with the special kind of propulsion systems called acipods, uh, which unlike the traditional fixed shaft prop and rudder, gives the vessel incredible flexibility to be able to spin on its own center of gravity and truly use the vessel as a way to punch through all the ice down there to get you up to shore. Uh, and then also has the stabilizers and the balancing technology to handle the wild weather that sometimes happens when you cross the Drake Passage. 
So I'm looking at this particular sailing for this November, and the fares start at $94.99 per guest. Uh, for a 14-night sailing, that you're looking at roughly $830, $840 a night per person. Yep. That is a bargain under any circumstances for a, a sailing down in the in in the Arctic in Antarctica. Yeah, uh, if this is a bucketless trip, if there ever was one, and the price point is so 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 good. Uh, of course, it, you can get fancier than just the than just the, an ocean view stateroom, which is where the price point is. Um, but it's 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 um it's a great starting point, and two weeks is ideal for something like this, where you're not just going to the Antarctic Passage, but you're or sailing through the Drake Passage, but also going over the the Georgian and South Sandwich Islands. Yeah, and I think another thing that's important to mention, and obviously this aligns perfectly with their brand, their an expedition ship. They make a lot of effort to be sustainable. Ships are hybrid. They have a hybrid uh, power system so that when, yeah, when they're in these, you know, protected areas of the world, they're not intruding. They're not being invasive, but yet able to bring the guests on board as close as possible into the environment without leaving wasteful footprints. And they, you know, on the website here, it says, explore your world, leave only footprints. You made just a, a great point that because of that, that means they are able to, in 2026, continue to do voyages into the Norwegian fjords. Yes. Because of the issues, the fears of climate change and rising sea levels and the carbon footprint, um, com countries like Norway have taken it upon themselves at some of their ports to declare that only carbon zero emissions vessels can sail into these areas. Well, that is what Atlas appears that Atlas Ocean is able to do. That leaves a lot of their competition out. Well, that also means that they're able to go into such a highly sensitive area like the Antarctic, like Antarctica, and leave very little footprint. So, one of the things I did want to touch on is some of the stuff that they that come exclusively on the polar expeditions, which is exactly what this is: the private jet service, the lecture, the, the enrichment lectures and destination briefings. The shore landings are included. Um, sightseeing safaris on their zodiacs. The zodiacs are those little powered inflatable vessels. Uh, even a polar plunge, if you wanted, uh, a special parka, the use of the boots, um, the group transfers between the airport and Ushuaia down to the yacht itself, and even a pre-night cruise uh, hotel stay on the Arida expedition. So that's nice. What that really makes is you fly in the day before and you don't have to worry about the hotel because it's included. Yep. So that's very, very nice. And uh, and then all of the other things that come along as a part of the as part of the Yes, uh, the onboard experience, I should say. Part of that experience, their expedition teams that hold the lectures are all, what I love, educated or extremely experienced in their field. I'm looking at one of the expedition leaders born in Ushuaia. So I like that they're, they're using locals to provide a job, opportunity to make money, and then obviously bring that immersive experience on board with the lectures. Here's something else that's incredibly unique. Uh, say you want to check off another bucket list item in the Southern Hemisphere. How about sailing through the Amazon? Uh, these vessels can go all the way down the Amazon into Belém uh, from Rio de Janeiro. There's one There's one sailing here April next year, 11 night from Rio de Janeiro to, into Belém. Uh, Belém is deep within the Brazilian countryside. And um, let's see what else they're doing here. No, I, I take it back. These are sailings are... Uh, uh, along the coast, Belém is not deep. I was thinking of um, of Santarém and Manaus. 
But the point is, is that you now have a sailing uh, where you can truly explore uh, the Brazilian countryside. This is another destination. Most people, when they think of Brazil, they're thinking of Rio and Carnival. Well, no, here, I'm, I'm, this particular sailing here starts in Rio, ends in Belém. You're stopping in in Fortaleza, Natal Recife. Uh, I don't want to butcher some of the names here, but all along the Brazilian coast. So you're not just touching the big cities that everybody is familiar with. I'm, looking, I'm going to look at some of the other itineraries here. I'm certain they have some that go into uh, that go into the um, that go up to uh, go somewhat into the Amazon. Uh, another fun sailing is one that takes them from Belém then to Bridgetown, Bridgetown in um, Barbados, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so you've got a lot here. And um, what does it say here? Wanting to wait. Yeah. So it, it, you've got some you've got some great opportunities with vessels that can do these sorts of things to to go deep within the Amazon. Uh, and explore the little towns along the uh, Atlantic coast of Brazil, and then on the port, on the Pacific side, going into Patagonia and the Chilean fjords, uh, and that's so that's just South America right there. And then, of course, they do the voyages where they circumnavigate um, uh, Iceland, go into Greenland, uh, and then the more traditional ones that people are more familiar with, uh, circumnavigating the British Isles, going into Northern Europe. Uh, going into the Mediterranean. Um, so just to look at some of the Mediterranean experiences here, um, but a Nice round trip, here's one that is May of next year. It's an eight-night sailing round trip out of Nice, which is nice. You fly in and out of Nice. And this particular sailing takes you, oh, this is perfect. It's in the all along the French Riviera. You're going to Saint-Tropez. You're, you're going to Corsica. You're even touching, stopping in Villefranche de Mer, Cannes, Portofino, Livorno in Italy. Uh, this is a wonderful way to experience the French and part of the Italian Riviera. Uh, and the, this particular sailing starts at, oh my goodness, like 2,300 a guest. Yeah. Wow. These are the kinds of things that just make such a nice difference. You've got, you know, the prepaid gratuities. You've got champagne in your room. You've got open bars on all the on all the vessels. I mean, I can think of other cruise lines that will charge more for a vessel for a voyage like this, and you're still paying for the drinks. Yeah. No, this cruise line, I think uh, a lot of people, I think it's currently going under the radar, and I'm happy that we're doing this this podcast episode to to let people know about Atlas Ocean Voyages. I think it's definitely a, a good uh, option for the adventure seeker. Exactly. For the folks that want to do luxury but at an extremely high value point. And best of all, do it without several hundred other people on board. Yeah. Uh, so I think we have, a, I think we've got a wonderful story to tell here. And I'm happy that you said that. When I tell people about Go Luxury Cruiser, they, they say, oh, you're a travel agent. Yes, we're a travel agent. We're a travel agency, but we do, we sell travel differently. We curate experiences. And with that, you will you will see that we will be hosting a lot of these cruise experiences and the type of person who would appreciate that is the adventure seeker is the person who's not necessarily a deal seeker but an adventure seeker an experience seeker who appreciates travel i hope that we see a lot of our listeners on board we will be hosting we're going to get to a point where we're going to be hosting travel with go luxury cruiser mark hosting myself hosting about once a month, at the very least once a quarter. So if you guys are interested in travel, want to see what's next, what we have 
going on for 2024, reach out to us. It's a great way to create friendships, life-lasting friendships with like-minded people. Reach out to us. Mark, give everyone your your email. It's Mark, M-A-R-C, at GoLuxuryCruiser.com. I can also be reached on the 800 number uh, for Go Luxury Cruiser. And my uh, email is tamoy, T-A-M-O-Y, at goluxurycruiser.com. Or just, you know, submit a, fo- a request online. We're the ones handling all the requests, so you'll get at least one of us. I'm just looking at the at the Atlas um, webpage here, and they're promoting currently buy two cruises, get one free. So for those who like booking back-to-back, we have a few clients who like to extend their travel they say, hey, Tomoy, I want to be gone for two months, a month and a half. What can you do for me? This is a great opportunity. Buy two cruises, get one free. Uh, and they currently have a second guest uh, sales free. 50% reduced deposits. I think this is a great option for guests. Start planning 2024. Mm-hmm. So uh, where can we reach us? Where can they reach us if they wish to call a Go Luxury Cruise? one 404 five five three one again you'll get myself or mark we're here to help uh help plan your next cruise help steer you in the right way or join us on one of our hosted cruise experiences it's been a pleasure mark thanks for jumping on this podcast and talking about this amazing cruise line i thank you all and have a wonderful day thanks for joining us on this episode of the go luxury cruiser podcast If you found value in today's conversation, please subscribe to our podcast and leave a review on your favorite platform. We'd love to connect with you on social media. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to stay updated on the latest news and trends in the cruise industry. And if you have any questions about cruising or would like to start planning your next adventure, please be sure to visit our website at www.goluxurycruiser.com for more information and travel inspiration. Explore. Discover. Go.